about to break the chain. Another one is volume three, Viva Fidel, the mixtape. Check it out. Yes, we are right here, live, right here on Viva Fidel Radio. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. Revolutionary International Broadcast Exposing all the revolutionary action across the globe Everything that's going on We've been having a lot of response off of the past shows Different things people wanted to add on Different things people wanted to comment I wanted to thank everybody for listening You can also always check the back shows At blogtalkradio.com Backslash Fidel B-I-V-A-F-I-D-E-L You can also Check out the YouTube page, backslash TV. Got to shoot out the Gmail for all the artists that have been sending in music. Appreciate it. We're going to get to uploading a lot of the different songs that a lot of artists have that's pertaining to the revolutionary action in progress. I ain't really uh, trying to get off into a lot of the other uh, activities of, of, of inner thought and music and ideas and stuff that we've been listening to and kind of getting from the submissions of artists been some wild stuff, y'all, I'm telling you, like, some of that stuff I just can't really relate to, and we're not going to get into it on this show, I guarantee you that, but we are going to expose some other things, we're going to get right into the show, this week we have something very special for y'all, someone very special that uh, basically, if you don't know about them, if you're striving to excel in progress, and if you actually need to network, no matter where you at, you need to know who this person is, and you need to make sure you tune in there, make sure you shoot some emails out to your friends right now, tell them to log on, it's going down, the chat room is open, the call-in line is actually open too, we might, might, might get to some calls today, we might, 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 so just in case, you know what I mean, I'll shoot the number out there for you, it's 347 Three two two one, sorry, three two four three two two one, area code three four seven. So we might get to some calls. Make sure you tuned in and, and locked in. We got a lot of powerful information about to be unveiled for you. We have um, a special distinguished guest. Like I said, we exposed the revolution in action all across the board, and uh, today is no different. It's not a sleeper show allowed on the Viva Fidel International Revolutionary Broadcast right here. We have the founder of rapcoalition.org, Wendy Day on the line, and we also um, want to tell y'all uh, as much as possible about uh, the, the, the woman behind the legend, so to speak. Um, so, Wendy, what's happening? You on the line? I'm here, baby. What you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm awesome. Thank you for asking. Good, good, good. Hey, um, not only... Um, did you found the the, the rapcoalition.org, something I found like like 
probably like when you first threw it up or not too long afterwards, I just, you know, in my, in my just going through them tunnels online, I ran into it and got soaked in early, early, early. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was just like a pleasure to meet you when I met you because it was just like I felt like I already knew you and I felt like I was already, like, connected to your movement, to your vibe sort of like. And I was just very impressed out the gate as, as, as far as, like, the amount of information you were throwing out about the amount of support and resources you were you were given um, as far as just sharing the, this abundance of information. If some of the listeners are interested, make sure you visit rapcoalition.org, rapcointelpro. Um, .org. You know, they can they can actually go to wendyday.com. Wendyday.com. Yeah, that's like, the, that's like the central holding company, and that links all my blogs. Because there's like six or seven sites now, you know. So if they just go to that one site, which is wendyday.com, that'll link to Rap Coalition, Rap Pro, Helpful Angel, and my three separate blogs. So give the people a little background uh, that may not know um, first of all, give them some foreground. Let us know what you got, what kind of projects you're dealing with now, what, what's on your plate right now to give people a real strong sense of now, and then, you know, get a little right. bit into how you got to this point. Absolutely. Um, right now, um, helping some folks build their independent record labels. Um, I'm a huge proponent of somebody putting out a record and making $8 a CD instead of going through a major label and making, you know, $0.82 cents a CD once they recoup. Um, recoup means you pay back every uh, everything that's been spent on the project. So I'm a big fan of people having control and ownership of their own destiny. I'm helping a label out of Memphis, Tennessee set up. Uh, the group is called JAG. I'm helping a label out of Mobile, Alabama set up. The group is called Too Deep. Um, of course, I'm still working with TMI Boys out of Houston. I've been working with them for about a year. They're getting ready to drop at the end of next month, which is pretty exciting. Um, and I'm also in talks right now with Freeway Ricky Ross. He's getting out of uh, the feds in February of next year, and we're talking about starting a label together, which is pretty exciting. Interesting. So give us some history as far as, like, some of the things that you've done, um, I guess, on a grassroots level. Some of the things you're already infamous for, a lot of people know about a lot of the deals you've brokered, a lot of the people that you've helped out throughout your career, and a lot of people, they give you a lot of respect publicly, you know, and in the inner circles quietly, you know, people yeah. really respect I'm, your you name. Know, I'm, I'm fortunate because I do get a lot of love and respect, and, and I think that in order to get love and respect, you just have to give love and respect. And I'm probably one of the few people that came into the music industry without the intention of just making money. Like just G&R was never, was never even in my mind. I came into the industry helping people for free, and it's an industry where no one does that. In fact, people used to come to me all the time and say, you know, are you out of your mind? Like what, what are you thinking? Right. And it's, and it's funny to me because I was raised in an environment where – it wasn't I, 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 I. It was always we, 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 we. It was always about the, you know, the, the common good and helping other people and doing what's right. So it was always very funny to me to come into a world where people were so um, selfish and so self-focused. It was just kind of bizarre. Um, I came into this industry in 1992 by starting a company called Rap Coalition. It's a not-for-profit organization that helps pull artists out of bad deals. And I would break contracts. I still do it. You know, to this day, here it is 16 years later. Um, we break contracts for artists that are in bad deals, and we do it for free. 
and we do it by introducing them to you know pretty powerful attorneys that are already making money in the music business and don't necessarily need to be paid for every little thing that they do right and these folks step in and help break contracts and you know it's it's their pro bono work it's what they do to get the warm fuzzies and it's what I do to you know to help rappers to help the the, the, the basically the entire generation of the music industry that's in urban music and, and it's along the way has changed the, the way a lot of people do business yes it has in, in the industry and what's important is it's also educated a lot of the independents um, and a lot of the homegrown style artists and musicians who um, are not necessarily made for that corporate conglomerate anyways. Right. So the education has empowered them to be able to um, actually build their following, build their support, and build their business structures. And so exactly. once like again, WendyDay.com. I want to let people know WendyDay.com, some people just tuning in. You listen to the interview, WendyDay.com, founder of Rap Coalition. Her resume is deep. Just check the website. Google the name Wendy Day, as simple as it sounds, and I'm telling you, you'll find out a lot of things. So nowadays you're working with structuring a lot of different artists. Uh, yep, explain I'm working how, with um, Blood Raw right now, helping Young Jeezy structure his company, CTE. Okay. Which is, so explain um, what that yeah. might mean for, for an up-and-coming artist as far as how they may be able to uh, get assistance and um, guidance from the well, rap coalition. For, for, for an, an up-and-coming artist, um, usually there's two things lacking. There's usually um, budget that's lacking. It's, it's very expensive to start a record label. And most artists that are just coming up don't have the resources, which is why I set up the free website, you know, you can go to wendyday.com and, and get all the information you need. For the artists that do have a budget, they usually lack business sense because the the part of the brain that's creative and the part of the brain that, that spurs business are two different sections of the brain. And there are a few people out there that have both sides, but most people don't. Either you're creative or your mind works in a business function. And a lot of times artists really want to be able to control their own destiny and their own business, but they just can't. So um, what I've done is I've set up a company that comes in and helps set up the business side of the company for the artist so that it becomes easy to run their company. It, it's sort of like turnkey. It's sort of hands-on. And if they still don't have the business sense, because a lot of people don't, you know, that's where we set up the company so that they have an actual person who's running their company for them that has a business mind. And the best example that I can give you, although I did not set it up, is Damon Dash and Jay-Z. Jay-Z was a very creative person, but doesn't have a lot of, of business savvy. Dame was the one that came in and set up Rockefeller to be the, the empire that it is. Right, right. So that's that's one of the main things that you communicate uh, and separate uh, to the artist and help them to realize. Absolutely, because it. yeah. it's important to spend your time doing what you're good at. Right. You know, it's it's if you're not good at running a company, it's silly for you to spend your time running the company when you could be in the studio making millions of dollars worth of music that's going to go really far. But to focus your energy on something that 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 you can't really do very well it just seems silly when you can go out and hire somebody to do that for you right and i'm not talking about your boy i'm not talking about your right. cousin i'm talking about somebody who's actually qualified to run a record label 
So that's that's other resources and that's other information uh, that people can get from that site as well. Absolutely. Names, numbers, Absolutely. emails, they can get direct contact with qualified individuals. Absolutely. It teaches you how to interview, how to choose a person. What do you look for? You know, if if you have access to 20 different people that have the ability to run a record label, how do you choose the person that's best for you? You know, these are all part of the the business decisions that come into running a company. And then you're faced with, you know, how do I fund it properly? If I have the right people and I have the right resources, you know, how do I how do I make payroll every right. week? How do I right. you know, how do I pay for studio time? How do I pay for the marketing and promotion? You know, on the low end it costs about two hundred thousand dollars to put out an independent record. On the high end it's half a million. You know, how many people do you know that have access to that kind of capital? Very few. Either way. Right. Yep. Legal or illegal. You know, that's a lot of money. Exactly. So uh, explain some of the other places that um, people can see your works as far as um, out in the public. I know you do columns for different people. I do. Um, I write a monthly column for Ozone Magazine. I've been doing that for three years. That column's called Mathematics. Um, it talks which is, about... Which is very, very much highly discussed and talked about column, I might add. <laughs> Thank you, baby. That's it's one of the most you know potent columns in there. Yeah, I've been I've been writing that column for free for Julia for so many years it's ridiculous, you know. She was cute. She sent me an email last week and she said she said, you know, Wendy Talib Kwali reads Ozone and he says that, you know, the first thing he goes to is the mathematics column and that was just that's exactly why I do what I do. You know, that yeah. to me that was the payment. There you that's go. exactly <laughs> why I do what I do. Um I also write a monthly column at allhiphop.com. It's in the breeding ground section. So that's more on the artist side as opposed to the independent label side. Um, of course, there is always that independent aspect of what I do, so that right. column sort of pushes people from wanting to get a record deal to putting out their own record, but that's just my own bias. I can't help it. Um, and then I also do work, um, I don't have a column, but I do work with Don Diva on and off just because, you know, they're kind of in my world. Okay, okay. Okay, and I want I want to speak in the Don Diva in that world, so to speak. I want to touch back on one thing that you uh mentioned about the um Freeway Ricky situation. Yeah, Ricky. Yeah, I love um that. explain explain what that what that kinda what that entails and, and what why well, I can't I can't give you a lot of details because we're still in the early negotiation process. Okay. Um but Freeway Ricky was a drug dealer in Los Angeles. Um, in the late 90s, in the late 80s and early 90s, um, he was probably selling close to a million dollars a day of, you know, kilos of cocaine. He got caught. He ended up getting a life sentence. Um, he's gone back to prison as the as the uh, sentencing laws have changed, and he got that sentence down to uh, I think it was 20 years. And he served 18 of those 20 so far. So he's looking at getting out in February. And um, he's somebody that just sort of – actually, I reached out to him first when he was locked down back in San Diego, and um, we kind of went our separate ways, and we just linked back up about a year ago, and, you know, we write back and forth almost every day. He's really just a great human being, and he's got this incredible business mind. You know, this is a guy who was flipping birds at an incredible, incredible rate. And he doesn't need to be doing that anymore. You know, he's just got this great business mind that he can apply to doing anything he wants to do. So he's going to be doing some stuff 
on the internet. He's building some sites as we speak, and another thing he wants to do is start a record label because it's something he never got to do when he was, you know, free and on the streets back in L.A. Right. So, so what is his what is his mission? What is his message? What is um, his? His mission is to is to change the way kids today think about the streets. He doesn't want anybody to go down the path that he's gone down. You, you know, he's 48 years old now, and, and one of the things that comes with age is this wonderful thing called wisdom. You know, I'm 45, so I'm old for this industry, but I see it in myself. You know, I see the way my mind has changed. Right. You know, when you're 20, being able to bag the baddest broad in the club or buy the fattest rooms for your car is kind of important, but as you get older, you realize what bullshit that really is, and you realize what's important in life, and, and your mind begins to change and grow and develop and enlighten. And um, one of the things he wants to do now is give back to the community that he feels that he destroyed. Because that's, you know, it's, it's a natural that he would have a great voice and a loud he influence. An amazing voice. And you, you know, know what's really amazing? People listen to him. That's my point. He would have a loud voice and a major influence um, being able to have a platform and so I really appreciate you sharing that with us, you know, as much as possible because I know that that's something that, um, you know, if it's, if it's actually, you know, when it happens, it's going to be very powerful. Um, exactly. And, and, you know, like after 16 years, if I, haven't, if I haven't actually started a label with somebody, it kind of tells you that if somebody comes along, their mind must really be right for me to say, okay, this is the one. This is right. the one that I want to do. This is the one I want to work with. He's got such a bigger picture than just putting out records. And I really want to be part of his mission. Well, he's a part of history. He's a part of our yes, history. He Whether he wants to be or not. Well, oh, oh, oh it's, it's, it's already there. And at but this wait point, till you see the history he creates from this point forward. And, that, and, that's, and that's the important part. And that's what, that's what the exciting part about even that, yeah. that little mention of it is. That's exciting yeah. for me even because we talk about Ricky Ross. We talk about the CIA, we talk about the crack cocaine uh, trade, we talk about the way our whole uh, community was affected and yes. devastated by this animal, you know, and, and so a lot of times we don't get to hear it from the people who actually, you know, were there and took well, part in, to the, in the beginning. I mean, you know, the cops tried to shoot him, they tried to kill him, they tried to oh, get absolutely. rid of him. After Gary Webb's book came out, and this is when I first reached out to Ricky, when he was in San Diego, I reached out to him because I read Gary Webb's book, Dark Alliance. Yes. And, and I'm like, if oh, any of the listeners haven't, haven't heard of that, Google that. Gary Webb's book is called Dark Alliance. Actually, don't Google it. Just go right to Amazon and buy it. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I think it's like 17 bucks. It's worth every penny. Indeed. And that book exposes basically um, what, what still hasn't been um, publicly discussed enough. It hasn't um, been addressed, has it? Still, still. Never. Yep, still, never. Never. And, and, and that's one thing that is, is still affecting us, and, and we're seeing the results, and we're still living the trauma of, of, of what the effects of that is. And there, and there was a lot. The Dark Alliance speaks to actually the hands that were hidden, that were involved from the government to the CIA to the president, and, and, and all, on the, all the way top, all the way on down. And um, Gary Webb actually sacrificed his life right in that book. And that's how real it is. So that's a powerful point in our in our story. Uh, and I and I'm telling you, I'm I'm glad you let us know a little bit about that and keep us informed. Let us know how we can you know promote that whole project when it 
when it hits the streets. Right, That's right. What's up? I'm real excited about it, and it's hard to get me excited about shit because pretty much I've seen everything. I'm telling you. <laughs> so tell us some things about what you done seen. Give us some stories. Give us some. Give us some background, like way back, because you've seen the transformation of hip hop. You've seen the the time shift and, and, and kind of the corporate shift in hip hop. And absolutely. And explain um, some started. some of that um, history to us, right quick. Sure. I started listening to hip hop in um, in the early '80s. Uh, I guess it was about. I guess it was about 1980 or 81, I went to a concert at University of Pennsylvania um, in Philadelphia where I was going to college, and I saw Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five perform, and it was kind of love at first sight. I loved the energy of the music. I loved the way it made the crowd move. You know, I loved the, the party vibe. I loved everything about it, and that one moment in time took me into going down this path that I'm on today. Um, about four or five years later, um, and, and I became part of the rap community as a fan at that point. So I was going to all the clubs in Philly and buying all the latest music at that point in time. It was on vinyl. It was a little bit hard to find because it was being imported from New York. So there were only one or two stores that actually carried it because it was such a niche at that point in time. Right. Um, but, you know, fast forward a few years, and I got real heavy into listening to Chuck D and Public Enemy. And from that, um, it made me, you know, I'm a white girl, so it made me want to study African-American studies more closely to understand what he was talking about. Like every time he mentioned the struggle, I'm like, what struggle? You know, so I wanted to understand that a little better. So I went and got a master's degree at Temple University in African-American studies. I studied under Dr. Malefi Asante who is the founder of the Afrocentric movement. So my background, like rap, really played a big part in my life, right. you know. Um, the funny thing about being a white girl with a degree in AFAM studies is you're qualified to do two things, teach and write, and I didn't really want to do either. You know, that wasn't attractive to me. What I wanted to do was help black people build black businesses because I know that, Everything in this country is based on economics, and if you have money, you have power. So my goal became to help people of color build businesses that would give them enough power to have a say in this country, basically. And um, as I went down that path, I started working with rappers. You know, what better way to do something for me than to combine what I love, which is rap music, and my marketing background, you know, I have a master's in business administration as well, my marketing background and my um, whole enlightenment about the struggle. So it really became a movement for me to help people of color get further ahead, you know, and, and, and my friends laugh at me because I always said, well, shit, I don't want to teach and I don't want to write, and that's exactly what I do now. Right. I teach people how to, how to build businesses, and I write about it for, you know, the different rap magazines. So it kind of all came full circle. I avoided, you know, what I, what I tried to avoid. Here I am doing all day, every day. That's what's up. That's what's up. And, and, and you love what you're doing, and you never realize how, how much work you done put in, how hard you done worked and affected a lot of different people's lives. You know, I don't, I don't realize it until, until I go, like, to a seminar, and right. I sit in the audience, and I hear – like kill a mic on stage talking and I go, Oh my God, I've really made a difference in people's lives. Like he really gets it. 
mm-hmm. and it's just really awesome to me to see somebody take, you know, five percent of what I've given them and go and build their own empire with it. It's just it's the most rewarding thing. I just spent um, 30 days on the road with Blood Raw. That's uh, an artist that Jeezy's putting out through CTE. And I went out on promo tour with him to the different markets. And it was just so rewarding to see him apply, like physically apply what what I've been teaching them for the past year. Right. It's like, oh, my God, this works. This is so cool. So so um, that's that's. That's remarkable. How does how do the people can get at you directly through the windyday.com site? They, they sure can. Um, okay. Email is the best way to reach me. My phone rings 300 times a day, so calling me is not the way to get a hold of me. If I okay. don't recognize the number, you're going to go to voicemail. I can't return all the calls that I get. It's not physically possible. The best way to reach me is at rap through rapcoalition at aol.com. Okay. Okay, so people can know if they would like you to uh, come and speak on a panel. You're available. If they would like to uh, uh, render your services, you're available, and so Absolutely. on and so Whatever forth. What else you got going on? Tell us something else that um, that that's interesting as far as the day. Well, I'm going to tell you what's interesting for me because it's, <laughs> it's really kind of all about me having fun doing what I do. For sure. um, I'm putting together a conference right now for indie labels. It's the one area that – like all around the country, people keep putting these conferences together, but they don't really allow people to leave with information that they can put into use on Monday morning after the, you know, after the weekend. Okay. And it's wonderful for all of us to get together and party and celebrate who we are, but right. it's silly to spend a thousand bucks, you know, traveling to a place if you're going to come home and be at the same point in your career. Mm-hmm. All it becomes is just, you know, a great memory of a weekend, and that's not enough. You know, so I'm putting together this event. I'm probably going to do it in Vegas because it's cheap to get to Vegas from everywhere in the country. And um, what I want to do is teach people how to set up and run an indie label in a mass environment, bring in the indie labels that are successful at what they do. You know, I spoke to um, Swisher House. They'll come through. Little John will come through. There's a lot of people that I have relationships with that are good at what they do that are happy to turn around and share how they built what they've built. And um, I want to keep it. I want to keep it affordable. I want to keep it around the three hundred dollar range, which will basically just cover the price of the room that we rent in order to do this. Okay. And I'm really excited about it. I'm probably going to do it in October. Okay. Okay. That sounds like and if, a plan. And if people stay in touch with the WendyDay.com site, it'll all be on there. That so sounds they can like a plan. You speak into two things that I was going to actually mention. One is that we actually used to uh, print out some of your things off your website from the Rap Coin Tail Pro back in probably about maybe almost like 10 years ago. We yep. used to print print it out and um, take it to these open mics and that we used to host these rap battles, actually, and we used to uh, have that information for them, actually. To, we used to give it away and have, like, little discussions while the crowd was building and so on and so forth. So I that's lo- one I thing. I want, to, I want to tell you that. That's one thing we used to actually do. And, uh, Good. And um and we used to refer people to that site like you know giving them the little leaflets wasn't enough we used to you know shout that out like telling people which led exactly. to actually like one of the events we're doing nowadays um it's our third annual event we're doing a roll call event which basically is a business entrepreneur networking roll call and so we do this on the uh, uh this is our third year we're doing this on the 18th of April this year coming up and actually um it's, it's inviting a lot of the different people that have 
businesses, entrepreneurs, and, and provide services around the music industry, which includes a variety of some of everybody. So we're trying to actually um, connect that economic circle, you know, connect that economic circle so everybody can more or less start to spend more money with each other, build up their network, and, and more or less, like you said before, um, realize the strength in their own business foundation yeah. and also the power in our numbers once we come together along those same lines of, that, of those economics, like that's the that's the bottom line. That's how we build our movements, and that's how we change our lives and, and change our future generations' lives. So that's a part of what we're doing right now in action, and, and that's that's where I actually physically met you at the Core DJ Retreat, which is one of the same sort of events, which is part of the inspiration for our roll call event. I went to one of those retreats four years ago, and 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 and, and um, was inspired to come back home and pull the artist community together with the videographers, the photographers, with the models, with the people who do the duplication, the carpenters who build the studios, the guys who sell the rims to the rappers, the people who do the hair, you know, so on and so forth, and and, and, and speak to the economic development of that circle, especially here in Milwaukee where, um, you know, all every other week it's revealed a, a horrible statistic facing our community, you know, whether it's unemployment, whether it's, you know, teen pregnancy, and you add all those things up and you're looking at a damn disaster, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's just one of the things along those same lines that, that, that we're putting forth, our efforts. Um, and so, like, all the people that's listening, you can get in touch with us and get more information about that at MKE roll call at gmail, MKE roll call at gmail, and it's also myspace.com backslash MKE roll call. And um, we actually have had people from throughout the region, from Chicago and different places throughout um, Indianapolis, uh, in between Chicago and Indianapolis, come up to Milwaukee because, you know, a lot of people are trying to tap into different markets. So, you know, given, given to that, what's one of the things that um, you would say, I guess, in that wisdom that you have well earned um, will be one of the things that you could share with us and share with the listeners that could help guide that roll call movement in our city to those um, I don't want to say starving artists, but, you know, they, they thirsty around here <laughs> to the point where um, it's not a lot of resources, it's not a lot of exposure or access to a bigger market, so to speak, but, you know, a lot of these uh, uh, people spend a lot of money and they're serious about their business or they're actually, you know, trying to get serious about the business aspect exactly. of what um, they're doing. There's two, there's two pieces of advice I can give. I'm going to give you a general piece and then a specific piece. Okay. Um, the general piece is... If you look at the difference between, like, the Houston movement and the Atlanta movement, and if you're not in one of those two cities, it's real easy to do because you've got the bird's eye view. If you happen to be based in one of those cities, it's a little harder to do because sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. But if you look at the Houston movement where everybody sort of went their own way and they weren't unified, it's sort of – exploded around 2000, 99, 2000, and then it died really fast. You know, today, Slim Thug can't sell records. Mike Jones can't sell records. Paul right. Wall can't sell records. Kiki can't sell records. Chameleon Air is having a hard time. He's probably the only one that's still, a, you know, that still has a fan base. It's just really difficult. If you flip to the Atlanta movement, which kind of exploded around the same time, a little bit later, maybe 2003, 2004, it's still going strong. And the reason it's still going strong is because in Atlanta, and, and I, choose, I chose to move to Atlanta for this exact reason, Atlanta's more unified. It doesn't mean everybody gets along. 
it doesn't even mean that they like each other. Right. It means that they understood the importance of coming together and creating an industry in the city. And they saw the value in working with people, putting their personal opinions and their petty likes and dislikes aside and saying, okay, let's go get this money. There's enough for all of us to eat. Let's go get it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here it is, 2008, and the Atlanta movement is still going hard and strong, and the Houston movement has, you know, all but died. And the reason for that is the unity. So the best advice I can give to people is learn from the unity, not the disunity. Come together and make money as a team. Don't try to keep going it alone. You can't. Exactly. You know, Le- LeBron James is probably one of the best basketball players in the world. But if he went on the court by himself against the worst team in the, in the United States, he would still lose because he'd be a, a lone star playing against mediocre team. Teams always win. There's, whenever you have people coming together, just the force of that energy wins. So that would be the general advice. The specific advice that I would give to somebody and the area where I see most people making mistakes in this industry is they don't take care of the basic business. Make sure you incorporate, make sure you copyright your songs, make sure you join either ASCAP or BMI, which is the performing rights society that pay you when you get radio play. Make sure you do the basics. Just going to Kinko's and printing business cards that says little rah rahs record label does not make you a record label. You need to actually start a company, you need to incorporate it, you need to be a real company. You need to have contracts with your artists. You need to make sure that your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. So that would be the specific advice that I would give to people that are starting companies. That's what's up. And um, people, you can check more of this information and get more jewels dropped on you at windyday.com. And, yep, it's all there. It's all Everything there. Everything I'm saying is on the website. It's all there, and we we really appreciate you sharing that with us. I mean, that's a powerful statement. We're going to take one break, listen to a song, get right back to this conversation with Wendy Day. Is that cool? Of course, baby. I'm here. All right, that's what's up. Check this out. It's Stop Running, featuring myself, Viva Fidel, and Armageddon, and it goes... Viva, Viva Fidel! Like this. Armageddon. John Swan. Check one, two, three, four. Shit, mic check, mic check. Check one, two, three, four. Hey, listen, how y'all feeling out there? Milwaukee, make some noise. Listen, all right, if y'all didn't know, a 12-year-old girl was shot in the city of Milwaukee today. So I'm going to ask y'all to give a moment of silence for her. And if you drinking, shut the fuck up too. Because this is not for you. This is for that 12-year-old girl. Let's get this moment of silence going on, and we're going to start the show. Listen, this is bigger than hip-hop. It's about the struggle that's bigger than me and you. Hey, 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 hey. Run the rhythm, DJ Swan. Good looking, man. Come up Let's a little go, more. Armageddon. Come up a little more, y'all. Let's go, Armageddon. Come up a little more. No need to cry. Talk to him. Listen, 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 listen. 
Gang zone, world gone, full of killers and foes. Terrorism on the rise, I'm about to explode. Panic button, world watching as we wait for a cure. War zone all along and we never assure. Time gone, old age, waiting for a new day. Hopefully somebody's gonna heed the word that I say. Bloody body play the city streets, where will we stop it? Prisons filled with these bodies, so it's all about profit. Which way do I turn, no one really ever knows. If I stop running, I'm dead, beating down to the flow. Your pain, you know I feel it, see it up in my eyes. True vision of a soldier, wake up in the ride. In the streets and on the ground, making up for lost time. So much family gone, like I'm losing my mind. Mind war with my words, write my songs to retreat. Into a zone of my own where they can't harm me. Yo, this shit is for the birds, look at the world that we facing. Couldn't get it in school, so I got street education. No reason to have fun, Tony, look to the sun. Stay hard and on guard, hit this warrior tongue. For years, my aim was to survive and stay alive. Times that I sat and watched my dick cry. That's at stake Killers, they say they gunning We gotta protect the youngest hey. Whatever you do, wake up and stop running It uplifts the thinking of a generation Thinking time to take creative control Your mind, body, and soul Stomp down with niggas who would never surrender Pay dues and sacrifice And I always remember the sleepless night Blood, sweat, and tears Poverty plagued me and my peers We had to overcome our fears And get on the front line What's on your fucking mind? We ain't got time for soldiers who ain't focused If you know that these devils is beating up they that's why we speaking with substance Nothing more powerful on earth than yeah. this Hot burst, listen, then work Everybody, I need your help, listen When I say stop, you say running Stop, running, stop, stop, running When I say stop, you say running Stop, stop, stop Bounce with me, come on, y'all Bounce with me, come on, come on Bounce with me, come on, come on Yeah, we back right here at Viva Fidel International Revolutionary Radio. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. If you just got with us, make sure you check on the back catalog on the blogtalkradio.com backslash Viva Fidel. You can always check all the previous shows. You can check this one right here. As soon as we get off, it'll be available to download. The guest call in number today, 347 3243221. We chopping up a lot of different things. We done went somewhere everywhere across the globe with it. Do you have any uh information or um any bits of um I guess advice in terms of uh online marketing for artists? Uh do you have any helpful hints or any, any leads on that? Wendy? Well um yes, I'm I'm gonna do two things with that. I'm going to send everybody to the website. Um, and the one that they want to see is the Rap COINTELPRO mm-hmm. website. They can get there through wendyday.com, or they can go to right to rapcointelpro.com. Um, but there's articles on there, not as many that, as need to be, but there's articles there about marketing in general, and then you can apply it to the Internet, and then there's also articles on there about Internet marketing. But Internet is a, a, a very important and useful tool because it's a great way of spreading a message to mass amounts of people, you know, inexpensively. And, right. and I really want to say free, but of course it's not free to get on the internet. Right. You know, you got to have some sort of, of you know, uh, access, which is going to cost you something. But I guess you could go to the library and do it. But 
basically you want to have a MySpace page. You know, this is 2008. Anybody who doesn't have a MySpace page is losing right, right out the gate. Um, MySpace is a wonderful thing. You request friends. People out there can see you perform. They can access you through your MySpace page. They can leave you messages. They can give you feedback for your songs. You're able to post four of your songs for people to listen to on the site. And although it's not a good indication of who's going to buy your record when it comes out, it's a great way to get feedback. Right. You know, if, if, if people are telling you that one song is the greatest song you've ever made and there are people that don't know you and have no reason to tell you that and you're working on a different single, you may want to rethink that because if everybody's telling you to, to, to work that one record, maybe you should work that one record. You know, you need to give the people what they want. That's important. What's your MySpace? Shoot that out there for the people that want to check it out. Absolutely. It's myspace.com slash Wendy Day. Okay. Simple and plain, Wendy Day. And WendyDay.com is the website, which is the hub, the portal, where you can get to all the other sites, all the other blogs and information, and which will lead you to like a, a whole host of information, tools for your toolbox, you know, ammo for the war out here. So you can get your exactly. mind right and get your business foundation together. And um, what's important also for people to realize, um, if you could speak to a little bit, Wendy, is, is uh, when you spoke about about unity, what's what's the important things about um, relationships and reputation oh God, that you can yeah. tell artists um, that 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 from your perspective, um, because once again, um, you know you you still. Have you started as a fan, and that's how your heart got into it, and you still yes. love the music. So yeah, as as, as somebody who can look at the artist, to the artist, and, and, and speak to them a little bit from that level about um, relationships, and um, that's just one of the things that, that, that we also communicate through Roll Call is, as far as networking and, and, and breaking bread and, and building bridges between artists and other people, but you really have to go through sometimes a retraining of actually, you know, how to communicate and and, and follow through on, on certain things on a very, very basic level, but it's, it's real. And I, I, think, I think one of the most important things that, um, that rappers need to do is they need to have a phone number that's their business line. You right. know, and I'm not talking about a cell phone where they go to the club and they give it to every hoe in the club. I'm right. talking about a business line where after three months they don't have to change their number because they've got too many people calling on it. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's a voicemail number, whether they actually set up a, a, a real office if they've got the, the resources financially to do that. If they don't, you know, heck, just a Vonage number that's 25 bucks a month is, is better than nothing. But a number that does not change, that you can print on business cards, that you can actually pass out to people. Right. You know, I'm real close to a, a rapper called Gorilla Zoe. And Zoe changed his number last week, and I can't find him right now. And I've got some money for him. I've got something mm -hmm. where he could go and he could make a quick thirty grand lick, mm -hmm. and I can't find Gorilla Zoe. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. And this happens all the time. So you need to have one number. It needs to be answered. You need to return the phone calls, even if you're not able to get to that phone. And, and the reason I suggested Vonage, and my office number is a Vonage number because, it's first of all, it's cheap. Second of all, I can forward it to anywhere that I am in the world, and you'll never know. So if I'm in the car, I can transfer my office phone to my cell phone, and it can be answered like I'm sitting in my office. Mm -hmm. And that's really important to have that professionalism attached to what you're doing. That's the first thing. Second thing, 
you want to make sure that the people around you are professional. You, you are responsible for how the people around you act. If you've got somebody on your team who is offending people or pushing people away or lying to people or stealing from people or not returning phone calls, that's on you. Right. If they work for you, it's like you doing it. So you want to make sure when you choose your team that it's people that you want representing you. If one of your boys just wants to be down but they're not qualified to be speaking to people, do not let them speak to people. Your entourage represents you. That's if your entourage gets arrested, your name still is in the paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're the one that catches the lawsuit. You've got to make sure that the people around you are worthy of being around you. I don't care how much you trust them. I don't care how long they've been down. I don't care if your goons keep you alive. If that's what they do, that's their job. Don't let them talk to people. Don't let them interact with people. Right. I can't tell you how many people I will not fuck with because I don't like the people around them. Right. That's serious, and that travels too. That 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 Absolutely. sort of news travels amongst Absolutely. everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Those of us in the inner circle, we sit around and we talk about. Yeah. You know, there there's there's an artist, um, one of the top selling artists in Atlanta, and nobody can stand the people that are around him, him or his group. And it's really sad because we all sit around making jokes about this one guy that, that you know, I guess manages him or books for him or, you know, whatever the fuck he does. You know, he's, just, he's a piece of shit. And we all sit around talking about how is this guy still in this man's camp? And this is why this artist isn't getting shows. This is why this artist isn't bigger than he already is. Right. He could be T.I. big. He could be ludicrous big, and he's not, and he never will be because nobody respects the people that are around him or his group. Yeah, and those kind of basic things go a long way. Oh, my God, yeah. go a long yeah. way. And, you know, it's just a, on a basic level, like, you know, uh, having to tell the artist, you know, to respect the DJ uh, at any given point in time, you know, um, that DJ is connected to so many other people and so many other things in whatever environment, you know, if an artist doesn't respect that DJ, whether he's uh, playing your song or whether he cuts your song off or whatever the situation may be, um, you know, we we run into that kind of thing all the time. So it's just on a very simple level, that's something that people have to keep in mind as far as the roles to play, who's going to do what, who's supposed to step up and do what and be held accountable, um, you know, because at the end of the day, like you said, it all falls on you. So um, that's that's one of the things that, that we also try to – you know, like I said, sort of retrain and reprogram some of the artist community and the business community here in Milwaukee as far as uh, working together and being able to have that collective movement, you know, just being able to do good business with each other and being able to, um, you know, know who the forerunners and know what's supposed to happen at certain points in time because when you're dealing with those big movements, you know, naturally it's going to be some competition, but like you said about Atlanta, which is one thing I always bring up when I pitch the roll call to people here, certain people here, I talk to them about a study they did in about 2003 or 2004 talking about the millions of dollars that hip-hop brought to Atlanta and the, and the thousands of jobs it created. And, and they released this and, you know, put it out there, but it's just an example of as far as the economic development aspect of the culture of hip-hop and the different things that can happen, you know, if there is a unified movement, if there is instruction, if there is people on the ground that want to help the situation grow and want to help other people get on their feet and help 
you know, help each other um, really have a serious business situation. And that's what right. it comes down to, a sacrifice. And it comes down to people who are really going to put it all on the line and be in for it, you know, be in for building a business, not even for the quick dollar, but be in for exactly. doing the right and be in for exactly. making sure that they're building the right relationships. Exactly. Can, can I make a quick gangster analogy? Absolutely. And, and I love making this one. You know, you look at the Italian mob, and the Italian mob from all over the country, even though they were separate families and separate people that had separate issues with different individuals, they came to be- together and they built fucking Las Vegas. Yeah. You know, and you look at Vegas, Vegas made everybody money. Vegas made all of the crime families around the country money. And although it's very hard to prove it today, Vegas is still making money for the families. You know, it's just not as it's not as prominent as it once was and it's not talked about because it's so illegal. But that's what happens when people come together whether they like each other or not. That's what happens when people come together and build something unified. So imagine that on a much smaller scale. Exactly. You know, imagine that in Milwaukee with just all the music companies coming together. But you have to understand that ego has to be left at the door. Exactly. If, if, if you and I have a problem and you don't like me and I don't like you and we're in a room together, unless I check my ego and you check your ego and we come together for the common good and agree, okay, we don't like each other, we don't get along, but let's go get this money, unless we do that, we're just going to be sitting in that room fighting with each other because everything you say I'm going to disagree with because I don't like you. Everything I say you're going to disagree with because you don't like me. And we're not going to get anywhere. So it's more than just coming into a room together. You've got to actually check your ego. And that's really hard to do for young black males. Really, yeah. really hard to do, in my experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's real. And especially when there's a dollar involved. Absolutely. It but there's one enough money single on your dollar. Everybody. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the other thing that we have to, again, stress. You know, it, there is an abundance. There is enough out here for everybody. And yeah. we can create these movements not only in these small cities, but then, you know, keep them rolling and then make them snowball into bigger movements, rolling in through these bigger cities. So that's what the whole thing is about. And I, and I, and I respect your vision and seeing your your whole uh, – uh, uh, I've, been, I've been paying attention and following what you've been doing all this time, and I, and, I, and I recognize it as that. I'm like, you know, it's a snowball effect because it only gets bigger and bigger and more and more people support. So, you know, just for the people who listening who may not know, once again, make sure you check out the website. It's windyday.com. And you can take a look at it for yourself and see for yourself the things that's done and the people that will uh, vouch for it. And, and you know, you see for yourself that you were blessed actually to be a part of this revolutionary broadcast right here on Viva Fidel Radio. I truly appreciate your time, Wendy. I'm telling you. My pleasure, honey. I'm telling you because, um, you know, just a little bit of information can go a long way and it can change the way people's you know, formulate their ideas and shift the way that they do things as far as their business goes and creating their music and the whole nine. And it don't it don't take a lot sometimes, and and, I, and we will be broadcasting this out and, and, and using this as far as the promotional tool to just utilize a, a informational platform that this radio broadcast is for. That's just what it's for. We we here to expose the revolution in action. So we want to thank all the listeners for tuning in. You want to give any last shout outs, Wendy Day? You want to tell anybody anything in the world? I just, I just want to shout out all the artists out there that are trying to make it happen. Just stay true to yourself. You're on a mission. Get out there and grind. Stand out from everybody else. That's what it is. You heard it right here. Make sure you log in. 
next time, next Tuesday, right here, Be by Fidel Radio on blogtalk.com. Call the number 347-324-3221. And we'll leave this out with some music. We did a project um, with a group from Cape Town, South Africa, via the Internet, sending our music files, our vocal files back and forth. We expounded on it, did a video. We shot videos here. They shot videos there. They sent us their footage. We edited. We smashed it together. It's available on the front page of the blog talk, radio.com, backslash Viva Fidel, or the MySpace dot com backslash Viva Fidel Mix CD. It's all up there. Or on the YouTube page, backslash Viva Fidel TV. It's called War Drums. Make sure you check it out. Intercontinental, healthy hip-hop for your eardrums. It's called War Drums. More fire music and Viva Fidel right here. Thank you for the tuning in. And make sure you check us again. Yeah. We out. Yeah. Peace. The war is on at home. This is the battlefield, solar land we standing on. From revelations to genesis, hip hop to proverbs, pushing the exodus. The people power is under attack. The pigs out of control. It's time to fight back. History is now. It never stops repeating. You gonna have to apply all that revolution you read. You gonna have to start bleeding for that God you believe in. I'm talking about fighting evil in high and low places. I'm talking flesh and faces, names and numbers. I'm talking Turner and Tubman. Freedom is bubbling. Let me tell you something. Hip-hop is a weapon, this is your gun This one is for killing, this is for fun You gotta know who to shoot, that's what pops always say Liberation is a word some scared to say These days it look like some awful times ahead So we spread the lessons, say get prepared Modern day disasters is next to expected Still explanations get neglected Cause everybody is so entertained Babylon killers in the street, simple and plain No shame, but that ain't gonna keep going down We bring out the war drums, some in the underground Summon the underground. Bring out the war drums. Summon the underground.